the National Coronavirus Command Council has decided to enforce a nationwide lockdown for 21 days. As the world has to physically distance to save itself, we need to get closer to God. Come, you're welcome to a place where we discuss the world's events through the lens of scripture. You're welcome to this public square gathering. My name is Agre. I'm from Malawi. Um, I hosted Harold earlier this year when he came in uh, for a flood church conference. Um, but I think to start off very quickly, it's just, as, as you said, Harold, the fact that he was uh, an elderly gentleman and someone who you know, was able to transcend generations, to transcend cultures, um, to transcend <laughs> like different barriers, which as you've mentioned, would, would have made it a struggle uh, to, for you to identify to him. Um, is something that I think I really did appreciate. Now, I know, I think I probably started listening to his sermons the last oh, four or five years. Um, but just being able to hear and just how authentically he spoke, how relatable his sermons and his messages were. Um, and even though they were, you know, big topics sometimes, like he's, you still felt challenged in terms of, oh, like, no, I'm, you know, I'm looking at growing, hoping that I can grow. But then you also felt challenge in the sense of he's been able to present the gospel in such a personal way that you you think and you ask yourself um yeah that's 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 an amazing story that's uh his relationship is just so amazing that you just be like wow that's that's something that i would like to have um so yeah very quickly in a nutshell i think that was just the impact that uh late ravi had um on me just it was just so relation it was easy to relate to and easy to uh to follow um you know different generations different cultures you just felt um yeah personal and touched yeah marumbo here um yeah i mean i think some of it's going to be repetitive but a lot of people have already shared some of my sentiments i started listening to ravi when i was in uni um and like yeah it was a time where you're asking some of the life questions like what's the meaning of life why am i here what's what's my purpose and for me what appealed uh, most about ravi was his trust in god's word but also he didn't make religion and something that wasn't coherent or something that was intellectual something that you didn't think about it, to me it appealed because i could think about it and make sense of it and so yeah, he broke down the gospel in a manner that reached out to, no matter what your age was, the truth is the truth. And so whether you were young, whether you were old, you, you experienced the truth that he shared from God's word and you appreciated that about him. And he's been consistent over the years. Um, you can look back as far as you can look back and you can see that he's always been about God's word and experiencing God's word from a point of, of truth. So yeah, in a nutshell, I'd, I'd share that and eager to listen to what um, other people learned and how his ministry impacted their lives. That's cool. That's cool. Mfundis, you want to jump in? Yeah, man. So I think for me, uh, 
I think it was three, four years ago, uh, I was in a church setting. When I look back now, I think I was in the wrong cultural context. I was, I was serving as uh, the young adult leader. Um, the ministry is very fruitful, uh, but, but personally, man, I just felt, I was just in a season, I was like bored, bro. If that makes any sense, I was just in a season of, wow. I was just looking for more. You know what I'm saying? I was just tired of what I was listening to. Uh, just one dimensional preaching. And I was just like, nah, there has to be more to this gospel than what I'm, I'm hearing. Uh, so I just went on a search. I don't know what I was looking for, actually. Uh, but then I saw this ad online, like RZIM uh, Apologetics Courses. I watched a video of Ravi uh, promoting this thing. So I decided, hey, let me just give it a try. It was a bit costly, though, a few hundred dollars. But I thought, you know what, uh, let me do this. And... I felt born again, again, after the first lecture. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was both excitement and it was both also feelings of being sad in a sense because I felt like I was a Christian for so many years and I didn't know these things that these dudes were, were, were unpacking. So for me, it was just like a, a pure eye-opener uh, so for me, there's actually three guys. Obviously, Ravi is right there. Top my three MVPs is Ravi. Uh, uh, the two other guys are still alive. Oskinis, he's a, he's a beast of beasts. And then the other dude I love is also uh, Professor Lennox. Uh, those are the three dudes that really have shaped obviously Ravi the most. Uh, but yeah, so uh, the, the module I, I signed up for is like, 12 weeks, three months, just a core module, like entry level to apologetics. Uh, Ravi is one of the lecturers. And, all. and it just, re just re revolutionized my, my thinking, bro. So I just continued. I started doing other courses, other electives. Uh, what does it mean to be human? Uh, mortality, meaning, destiny, uh, engaging the modern world. So my, thought, my, my thinking has really been shaped uh, but by and yeah, man, it's actually helped me uh, personally as well uh, to better articulate. And one of the things I can say is, for the most part, I don't know your, your guys' context in your countries, but. Uh, the black and white answers weren't working anymore. You know what I'm saying? There are some intellectual people who want uh, some some deep thought through answers. And for the most part, we suggest answer this thing is true because the Bible says so, for example. Uh, but uh, just being uh, involved with the politics has really given me uh, some more insights into certain things and approach them in a different way. So, yeah, man. That's what I can say, bro. So a great loss, but obviously Evan gained a, a great soldier. And I'm just gonna continue pursuing, bro. Uh, so I'm still studying. So I actually wanna just uh, pursue and complete my master's in apologetics. And that's all because of the influence of Ravi. So yeah, his ministry has blessed me tremendously. 
Well, so I got introduced to Ravi through uh, Christian hip hop. Um, actually, like Christian hip hop for me was uh, uh, very instrumental in my life. In my I think Christian walk in me seeking out sound, sound teaching, and obviously through the ministry of cross movement. And to be specific, Tonic, uh, because Tonic always used to do shout outs to Dr. Zacharias. And I always wondered, like, who is this dude that Tonic is always referring to, you know? And then obviously looked him up. He didn't look anything like I thought, you know? Because he was just like a real, he was like a real definition of the humble beast, you know? Like, he was just so loving, even in his teaching, like, even when he was talking to, like atheists or people of other faiths, like the guy was just so so humble and so gentle, and he pushed my thinking. You know, someone described Ravi as a guy that called believers to think, and thinkers to believe. And for me, like I think that's the best the the best description of who Ravi was. And as a Christian, sometimes, uh, like I think Greg said. You know, like when you are, I think, confronted with stuff, your your first response will probably be, well, because the Bible says so. And you you can't, like, you can just, like, uh, navigate through certain issues. And Dr. Ravi really made me start, you know, obviously not throwing away faith, you know, and just, like, believing, but he... He really made me think through things where believing was even much more easier, you know, like when I thought through certain things. Um, I always watched him at passion conferences. Uh, I mean, just even this January, like, so every time passion videos will, will be out from the recent conference, I was just looking forward to Dr. Ravi's uh, uh, session. I had a friend who was... Um, uh, live at Passion, and I was always texting. I was like, "Has uh, uh, thing has Ravi spoken? Has Ravi spoken? Like, you need to listen to Ravi. You need to listen to Ravi." And it's so and it's so crazy. Like four or five months down the line, you know, like we are here talking about him in the in the in the same past tense, you know. So he he was a huge influence on my life, and because of him, I got to start listening to other guys like uh, Tim Keller, who's like probably one of my other favorite apologists out there um yeah man so he was a big influence on my life and i really thank god for his life and uh for his ministry and everything that he did and i just like to make an appeal to believers out there to start thinking you know and just be challenged to to think and if you paid attention to what greg was talking about some of those uh in courses that he's been studying or stuff that he studied like those are things that you rarely hear people talk about like what does it mean to be human you know, and when you get to dig into some of those things, you actually get to see God on a whole different level, and you get to like appreciate God on just a whole different level. You know, yeah, my two cents. Uh, Mr. Ravi, I got introduced to him when I was doing Bible college in 2016, 2017, 2016, 16. Um, when I was doing Bible college, one of the courses that we were doing was apologetics. Um, the first time I heard of the word, I'm like, okay, apologetics, we're apologizing over what? <laughs> What's happening here? 
Um, and our lecturer at the time would show us some videos of him. And I remember just thinking to myself, yo, this, this guy just breaks it down so well. And like he's, he's, he, he makes the gospel relatable to each and every person that he meets um, and always finds an opportunity to share um, the gospel, whether it's an old person, whether it's a young person, whether it's, you know, a person who doesn't really have the same belief system as him, but he always makes sure that the gospel is shared and he, he also defends what he believes in as well. So, um, yeah, that's basically how I got introduced to him. And obviously now that I'm out of Bible college, I, I keep watching his, some of his clips, um, some of the, the messages and the sermons that he shares. And yeah. Hi everybody, Lazarus here. Um, I think for me, Ravi, Ravi's ministry um, means a lot and continues to mean a lot for me. I got introduced to Ravi, I think about eight, nine years ago when I was in uni in Malaysia. And I think it came quite handy because at that time we were trying to minister to a predominantly Muslim nation. Um, uh, and, and that's how, first of all, I got introduced to Ravi. And I think his ministry came more to life for me when I was now doing masters uh, in Oxford. And I think, and, and of course, we were planting a church there in Oxford as well. So it was a different game because we were engaging with people who, who love, I mean, uh, the smart things, the intellectuals and, and stuff. So I remember one time we had one guy, a Muslim guy who walked into our cell group. And then, and then of course, he had questions, you know, the usual, but Jesus was a prophet in Islam, etc. I remember as, as young in my faith, as well and as a young pastor, I actually didn't have all the answers. I remember that night going back home and listening to like all the Ravi videos I could that evening. <laughs> and then uh, and then in my mind i was like i'm gonna get this guy let me go and debate with him but of course something in me was like why don't you introduce this guy to ravi instead and let him hear it, uh, straight from the horse's mouth now of course i introduced ravi's uh, teachings to this muslim guy uh, of course he had a lot of questions and arguments etc uh, but i said to say that ravi's ministry even ministered to him um, but, but but apart from such incidences for me ravi brought me to a place whereby I got to understand because I'm a geneticist doing my page in genetics and genetics. So I got to understand brought into my life is that I, I don't have to uh, because where I am now you get a lot of questions like how come you're a pastor and you're doing genetics, how come you're a pastor and, and, and you're doing science, etc. But he got me to engage people, especially the intellectual ones. Uh, on, on who is God, what does, what does it mean uh, to believe in God, uh, and in, a, in, a, in an intellectual manner, not just to say the Bible, say so. So I think for me, Ravi really equipped me. Uh, I never had a personal encounter with him, of course, but I mean, he has equipped me so much more than I can, I can imagine. And of course, now I, I also realize, like I think someone mentioned that he was quite a humble beast, and, and I agree with that because he also taught me that, you know, uh, when you look at Ravi, most of his uh, ministry was driven out of love, not to prove that he was right, uh, but he was driven out of love and to win those lost. 
And I think it also taught me a lot that um, something that I continue to use. So for me, Ravi, Ravi, Ravi's uh, uh, ministry is incredible. Well, I got introduced to Ravi quite early um, at theological college here in Zimbabwe. And he was one of the people that really got me to, to be dynamic, even when, you know, ministering to youth and, and how, you know, real his messages were. I think one of the things that I, I grasped and I, I got from him is the fact that you don't have to impose Christianity on people. Christianity is not something that should be imposed on people. Christianity is, is a lifestyle that people need to see you living out. And the only way for people to see you living out is you believing in that thing. But most of us, most of the times, what happens is that because we hear the Bible say, we stick to that. But Ravi caused people to think beyond what, just what the Bible says. So the, if the Bible says this, why does the Bible say that? So that even when you're now explaining to someone else and you're talking to someone else, you are coming from it from a point of you having experienced the Bible yourself. Because sometimes, you know, people just read the Bible, but people don't actually study the Bible. Corona got its land, bro. So, yeah, um, I, just, I just really think that, you know, Ravi's life is something that needs to be celebrated. And, you know, I'm thankful that I, I got to experience him, but I really loved listening to Ravi more so after um, I saw him, you know, collaborating with the truth. That for me was just like mind blowing because um, the truth is my favorite rap, um, Christian rap artist. In fact, rap artist period, not Christian rap artist. The truth is my guy. And that collaboration they did was just so amazing. And I really feel like it brought a lot of um, growth to even those that um, listen to people like the truth. So for me, like, like Greg said earlier, you know, you, you listen to things like that and you get like born again all over again. And you continue to get born again all over again. Like um, when you listen to it, it's complicated. You really realize how, you know, how this thing called um, the, the walk of, of Christianity, it's not black and white, you know, it's complicated, but it's, sim it's, it's simple, but it's complicated. And the simplicity of the complexity is what brings, you know, the, the, <laughs> it brings the, the fun to it because it's, the, it's simple, but it's complicated. And it's, it's a joy to have known people like Ravi, you know, not personally, but knowing him from a distance, show me that there are people, it doesn't matter how old you are, there's people you can still reach, young people, like my youth, my youth and my young adults at, at church, you know, they, they always ask me all these um, funny questions and they say, where do you get all this stuff? And I say, hey guys, there's Ravi, listen to this guy, this guy is mind blowing. So yeah, that's, that's my two cents and yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that there's so many people from so many different places just celebrating Ravi's life. So yeah, thanks for the for the opportunity. Yeah, I got introduced to Ravi when I was still in varsity at UP. 
a friend of mine. Um, so I was getting in, interested into apologetics. So um, he shared a couple of Ravi's sermons with me. Um, he shared a couple of other people like R.C. Sproul and the like. Um, so I guess in that time, I was just listening to him over and over again. And yeah, and since then, I've been following um, his, his preachings um, online on YouTube and so forth. Um, so yeah, I think his, his ability to, to explain the word in the most graceful yet clear manner always fascinated me and um yeah i think he really got me into into apologetics i would say um yeah and that's when i from him then i got introduced to other people like your john regatha and so forth um and i was really excited coming to oxford because um the rzim campus is here so i was like ah oh, i'm gonna go to rzim i mean i knew i wasn't gonna see ravi but like i was just excited to be able to go to the campus. Um, hopefully I can still go. But yeah, I think if there's, if there's, you know, among the great people that have really gotten me excited about the teaching of the word, you know, um, not just preaching, but like actually teaching, like um, the study of the word is, is Ravi. And I also, I just loved how he, um, just his ability to memorize was also just crazy. <laughs> um, the way he was just able to remember from things like poetry or literature and still able to show God through the, that was just amazing. Um, and yeah, I think that's, that's one thing that I, well, among the many things that I've learned um, from him. 2010, um, I took a, uh, I took a course in uh, in theology, uh, basically a bachelor's in theology. And my my uh, studies were like heavily, you know, like from a Pentecostal background, and um, of course the the package that I was pursuing did not have a component of apologetics which is something I was kind of looking forward to when I was starting. So in the middle of it, I then got interested uh, in, in that element. Uh, and, and it was inspired by a couple of um, uh, like apologetics teachers, you know, like um, uh, C.S. Lewis, like the old grades. So in the process of me doing further investigation. Um, then I stumbled on uh, Ravi's teachings and, you know, the encounter itself, I would describe it like the, the experience I had when I was first introduced to cross movement, you know, where you are trying to reconcile uh, uh, hip hop and theology and, and for me, I was in India at the time, and and Ravi struck me as an Indian uh, who understood the modern world, but not just that, but also understood uh, you know theology that deep, but gave it a modern face, but had the face of an Indian. I don't know if people understand what I'm driving at. Yeah, so that for me was mind blowing. Just that whole 
dynamic around uh, him, um, his ability to articulate issues, uh, but not just that, um, his ability to make people uh, rethink their thoughts. Um, for me, that was important because even whilst I was in India, I had some very, very uh, close encounters with people that had a lot of questions uh, with regard to God and so on. And I had one, this one particular neighbor that would ask very difficult questions. And I must admit that half of the, half of the answers I was giving that dude were Ravi's answers, you know. I wouldn't, uh, I, I have no idea what I would have been able to provide uh, that dude had I not had the kind of uh, exposure to Ravi's kind of um, uh, teachings were. And so we'll fast forward, uh, um, I got, I basically got immersed into his YouTube videos, uh, stuff that's on the RZIM website, and so on and so forth. And obviously, uh, getting into deeper into CHH, um, you know, every other dude talking about him, and eventually that truth coming to do, you know, an entire uh, album about him. For me, that translated, uh, came even more personal and closer to home to have somebody like Ravi on a CHH album. You know, that for me speaks into how, uh, you know, our crop of ministers is really blessed to have somebody like that uh, embrace uh, somebody like their truth, you know what I mean? Um, uh, it's like your John Piper having to jump on a, uh, on a Lecrae album or an Amber album. And it's really uh, encouraging for, for all of us, it's encouraging for me uh, to see that, um, we've had a piece of the best, uh, you know, give us a thumbs up, uh, give CHH a, a thumbs up, give gospel hip hop a thumbs up. And, it's, and I think for us, it's a responsibility, uh, even as I close this, it's a responsibility that we have to now think about how do we carry the baton um, in this generation and to the next, you know, how do we represent um, what God was trying to do through a man like Ravi, how do we translate that, uh, whether it's in our music, our urban ministry, and so on and so forth. Uh, the last 48 hours for me has been just, um, you know, uh, about thinking uh, about how uh, I can have my own way of carrying that baton um, into everything that I do. Yeah, so... That's, that's about it for me, really. Um, I'm from Zambia, actually. Uh, but nice to know that the name could also come from Malawi. Um, yes, sir. But <laughs> yeah, um, so just maybe picking up where, you know, Gab Gabriel left, left off. You know, the last 48 hours have also been very reflective for me. Um, I first stumbled upon Ravi just about the time that I was... Um, beginning to wonder about how to engage people who do not believe the word of God. And at, at the time that I was beginning to wrestle with how to confront people, because I met people within my own sphere of work who do not believe in God, and I really didn't know how to, to answer them. I knew that what I believe was true, 
but how to communicate that truth is something I did not know. So, you know, at that time, a friend of mine came and spent a night at my place and we got talking and by some random chance, this guy had a four gigabyte worth of a, of a CD full of Ravi Zacharias' sermons. And he's like, here, you know, this will sort you out. And oh my God, that it, it was mind blowing. Change, changed my entire life. You know, before I know it, I was excited uh, about the concept of knowing how to engage people who do not believe in God. And yeah, I ended up, you know, doing a master's in theology and apologetics was, was, was a part of it. And fast forward to December, 2018, I ended up doing a, a rap apologetics mixtape to speak to people who are in the hip hop community, but who do not believe in God and just to give them a platform where you can communicate that, communicate that, that sort of truth. That sort of truth. So yeah, it's, it's been, he's been very impactful. And one of the things that has stuck with me that he, he makes a point of, and I think he, he, he said it on that it's complicated interview with the truth was being able to go beyond the questions that people ask and answer, in his own words, answer the questioner and not just the question. Like go, go beyond the surface issues that people are presenting in their questions and you know, see in, into the heart of why they're asking the questions that they're asking and it will give you a platform to engage. So huge blow, I think, to the Christian you know, community, but you know, heaven has gained. And yeah, it's, it's been a lifetime worth of an impact. Uh, yeah. That, that's about it, guys. I'm Bonolo. So, kind of the question is how you found out about Ravi, no? Oh, whatever you want to say. We, we can switch up the question as long as Ravi. Yeah. Or if you want to tell us we should be Ravi's, whatever. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, how I uh, found out about Ravi was when I was in university. Um, and I was also serving in a church at the time. I was in the youth committee. And there was a good friend of mine. Um, Mr. Valentine, he's in USA now. So he, he, he told me about apologetics and I didn't really understand the word. I'm like, what is apologetics? And he says, one of my best or my most favorite apologeticists is um, Ravi Zakaraz. And this guy, he introduces me to this guy and it came at a time where I was really asking myself a whole lot of questions because I, I dove into Christianity with with a spirit that was willing to serve and do whatever to find to learn you understand so that's how I got into it and um, I didn't I had a whole lot of questions but I don't know the environment was not so conducive for me to ask because yeah it wasn't so yeah conducive for me to ask so the confusions that was there um, with a few few videos you know Ravi could could answer them and I was so satisfied by 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 watching those videos and i guess at the time it was worked it worked uh, very well for me um but yes to a point where i actually wanted to i was i got interested into studying um, um apologetics i haven't really pursued that as yet um so the past two days have kind of reminded me of that thing that um you promised yourself that you're going to do this so yeah, this is one thing that um, I remember about him, his ability to simplify um, the, the, these, these heavy questions, you know, that we come across, and even the most simplest of them all. Um, yeah, that's, that's one thing I remember. And um, 
when 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 Harold shared the, the link, I was I I, I wanted the, the first thing that came to my mind was that okay, when you get into that session, make sure you grab um some kind of reference from other people, like what what videos changed their 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 like impacted them very much. Like so if you guys could share um where to go, uh, what to read, what to listen to, I'd, I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. Three years ago, my sister started studying psychology and she had a module. Um, it was philosophy. And that really um, started shaking her belief um, in, in God and Jesus and stuff. And she started falling back, um, falling away from church, falling away from the faith. And that's when I decided that I don't want anything to do with anything philosophical, scientific, intellectual to protect myself. But then at church, um, we had Michael Ramsden. Um, he was a, a guest speaker at church for the past three years. And he came and he was an apologist from the Ravi Zacharias ministry. And he addressed like a lot of the questions that got my sister um, out of the faith. And that kind of gave me confidence because this man was here embodying First Peter um, 3, 4, where you should always have... Um, a logical defense for your belief and from there that took me to to check out Ravi Zacharias and um, it was just so amazing how brilliantly he would address all these philosophers these intellects these scientists and um, he did it so gracefully so gently and it just gave me confidence also um, to to engage these types of people especially um i live in a predominantly um university age um community in brown and a lot of the young people they are feeling like church is irrelevant there's so much more to life than and and church is so restrictive and the faith is so restrictive and now it makes it easier to kind of engage um in these conversations but what um was even more amazing is when Masati Mashua came as a guest speaker and you know Bo Michael Ramsden, Bo Ravi, like they they address these things on I feel a Western perspective. And I loved how when Masati came, because um we had a question for Michael Ramsden about like ancestors, ancestral worship. And he he didn't understand what we meant. And when Masati came in, he brought the African apologist aspect of it and from there we 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 got to understand even more um we even more confident um to go back home to the little boys and to the KZNs with a defense and an account for why we are so confident in the gospel of Jesus Christ and not ancestral worship. So the fact that um he 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 pioneered this ministry and um empowered so many to go um to their different backgrounds whether it's if you were muslim if you were hindu if you're an african um in an um, african worshiping family you are able to have a logical explanation for why you believe in jesus christ so um that has played a big part in my life and i'm even able to like engage my sister um, in in talks philosophically of course so that she gets it about why jesus is god why why we believe um 
in Christianity and things like that. So I think it really, really, it makes it, it makes it um, more understand, especially to the woke young people, because there's a lot of young people who are woke and um, they can use that wokeness um, to kind of throw away the Bible, but then this um, enables us and empowers us to actually engage with the woke um, world that we live in. So yeah. Mwindula Mbeo is my name, and I came to know about Ravi uh, through YouTube, and that's really all I know about him or know of him. And I was just impressed with how he, uh, I mean, I was, I was a Christian even as I was watching or came across him, but um, I was, I was quite impressed with how he was able to articulate the you know christian perspective and how he was able to respond to atheists and people who did not believe um i loved his breakdown about how christianity is the only thing that can answer the question of meaning morality what what are those four things again <laughs> who can help me meaning mo morality destiny i forget what the fourth one is but i've also used them before and uh yeah i was just you know impressed with how he answered questions especially because i was dealing with people who more and more did not you know believe in god and they seemed to be arising in the numbers of people who were more bent towards atheism so what he had to share was really helpful all right, good evening, everyone. I'm sorry I joined in late. Um, for me, um, I really see this as a blessing. I was blessed enough to get to know the Lord and to be saved as a teenager. So as a teen, Jesus came in the form of two ministries. One is art, so that's the Christian rap and poetry. So it was through the poetry of, I just kept searching for the different poets like Ezekiel. But then for some reason, the Rav, oh, how do you pronounce it? But just forgive me, Rabbi Zacharias will pop up. And then that's when he planted a seed of seeing, or rather faith being intellectual, which seems kind of contradictory because, you know, faith is believing in something that isn't tangible, but yet thought and everything is tangible. So I was just like, how is this man able to make me try to understand how it's possible? So in that, he really opened up my mind. And then as a youth, obviously, he's a man of great wisdom. And a lot of the things were way too big for my mind, but it was more a planted seed. So that every time I grew in, in Christ and grew in age, I got to understand what he was really saying. And then moreover, I'd say, and I'll leave with this, is that the way he would re reply to anyone, whether they agreed with his views or not, was with love and care. And that is something that I also saw with Jesus. So I had to take that into consideration as well. And I put it into my life too. And to the point where I can still represent my faith. I can share my faith and not in a 
violent way. So that's that's how he influenced me. Well, I've heard uh, everybody's testimony touching. Honestly, uh, uh, a lot of them are actually a bit similar to my walk of Christ and how I encountered Rabbi Zacharias as a minister. And obviously, uh, his ministry has kind of helped me as well. It has equipped me as well with the answers that I needed, you know, to to respond to the people that I was always in, in, in contact with, the people that I work with, even some friends. Some, it actually began uh, in um, in 20, 2016, just during my, my final years in high school, I became a bit more questionable about life. I wanted to know more about the world out there that I was going to to, to meet, you know. So I, and, and, and it began with my Christian work. I was asking myself some questions about just uh, how am I going to survive this world, you know, knowing that it's very big and, there are a lot of challenges, and uh, the first thing that came to mind that I really wanted to uh, work on more was my faith. And uh, through YouTube, I, I, I met Ravi Zacharias. And again, uh, it's, 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 it's true what uh, some of the brothers are saying, you know, with, uh, with the influence of hip hop, you know, especially Christian hip hop. I mean, I'm speaking of, of artists like David Kalilani from Malawi, of course, someone that really has influenced me a lot, and a few other uh, artists from the US who've actually uh, quoted Ravi Zacharias in their music. So Ravi Zacharias, uh, just to end with this, I, I think he's somebody that, um, I might be saying the scripture, but wrong, but he's somebody that, I think they speak of in Malachi, they say that, you know, he brought, star, he, he, bring, he brought the heart of the children to their fathers and the heart of your fathers to the children. And it's like, this is something that I see happening this day. You know, you got uh, uh, all the people, like, you know, the poor washers and all those other ministers who are now, understanding the art and the craft of, of hip-hop music and just how much it actually influences young people into becoming more stronger in their faith and as well as us young people understanding you know the religion itself and just the the walk of faith itself so yeah um ravi zagarais was a was a good man may his soul rest in peace and i believe he's in the right place and i'm just so grateful that i could meet a few other people who were obviously influenced by his ministry and were touched in a, in a good way. Uh, thank you so much, Arit, for, for, for the opportunity.